All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. I am back. This is Rochelle Wilson at WHGE 95.3 FM. Make some intelligent noise, the political power hour. Due to uh, security and that sort of thing, the mayor did not. uh, It's not on the agenda for him to come into the radio station today. He was not able to come into the radio station to have a conversation. However, I was able to engage him for a few minutes while I stood at the car. And please let it be noted that Mayor Michael Przicki and I are on a first name basis with one another, but I show him the respect as the mayor for the city of Wilmington. So who I do have with me now is my dear comrade and my friend, Brandon Fletcher. So I called Brandon in so that we could talk about the response that the mayor gave me for the one question that I asked him on the record. I asked him several questions, but those were not on the record. Those are personal questions. This one was on the record. It is noted. First, we welcome Brandon Fletcher to the studio. Thank you so much for for having me come in. Yeah. Thank you for coming in. I know you have to dash. So we're only going to be a quick moment. So, Wilmington Fines and Fees uh, campaign movement, justice movement, is all about reducing the cost of tickets from $40 to $25. Because I am advocating with you on that, I approached Mayor Michael Przicki and I asked him, you did a press release stating that you wanted tickets to be reduced from 40 to $25. Do you still stand with that, Mayor Michael Przicki? His response to me was, and I quote, I am still weighing my options because we must take care of the Wilmington budget. The Wilmington budget. So people have to get paid. Police have to be, you know, paid to show up. Ambulance, fire trucks. Uh, We want our water to stay on and all of these other important uh, concerns. We we need these things. But he said he did say that. And he is he is believing in the campaign uh, to reduce the cost of tickets. But he has to weigh his options because he has to know the budget. Uh, or protect the budget, protect the budget. What are your thoughts on that, Brandon? My first thought is, is if the mayor was really serious about addressing the budget, he would address the budget from the standpoint of looking about how the community is impacted by what's going on in the city of Wilmington. Raising fees and fines, despite a surplus of funding in the budget projected for FY24, fiscal year 2024, there's a surplus. The city of Wilmington received $55 million from the American Rescue Plan. So we can throw the questions about the budget out the door right there. We have the money. The money is there. What we're seeing in the city of Wilmington is the squeezing of poor black and brown communities. $55 million to the east side. What about the west side? What about Hilltop? What about north side where you are? What about all of the communities in the city of Wilmington right now that are struggling with issues of housing, with issues of 
being not being able to afford the increasing of water bills. All of those things, all of the fees and the fines are squeezing residents out of the city of Wilmington. If the mayor was serious about addressing the issues of housing, um, he would focus on what's leading to people losing their homes, which is the displacement. He would focus on enforcing the code so that residents who are living in poor conditions could be able to keep their homes so that renters aren't displaced. How about LLCs, landlord LLCs? The number one reason why the city of Wilmington is unable to cooperate with landlords who are, I'll call them slumlords, the ones who aren't keeping up with the properties, because we do have some good ones. Yes. But the main reason why is because we cannot find who they are. If you are a landlord and you want the least amount of rules and you want the easiest way to make money, come to the city of Wilmington, because all you need is a P.O. box and an LLC and you're good. And those are the ones that get away with evicting tenants, that get away with keeping tenants in poor conditions. And the city of Wilmington is not focused on addressing that. If they were, they would have passed that ordinance um, out of the out of the city council last year. And they're not. So what you're saying to me, if I can reiterate that in my comprehension, what you're saying to me is that we have a surplus in the budget that will allow us to reduce the the tickets from $40 to $25. Yeah. Yeah. We have a surplus in the budget right now. And the mayor committed back in January to lowering parking tickets from $40 to $25 because of a group of advocates and Councilwoman Sinead Darby who led the effort to, to really address the fees and fines issue, worked with a, a national group, Fees and Fines for Counties Justice, to come and evaluate the city of Wilmington's practices of fees and fines um, and to try to reform our fees and fines. At that moment, because they were feeling the heat, they were like, yes, we're going to reform tickets. We're going to reform, you know, we're going to lower them from 40 to 25. And now they're doing a whole 360 and saying, you know, they're playing They're us playing a shuck and drive, a shuck and drive. And so the question is to Councilwoman Cabrera, who's the one who introduced the legislation and pulled it off, introduced it again and pulled it off, introduced it again and pulled it off. Why aren't you putting forth the, the ordinance to lower the tickets to $25, which the mayor promised? in his press release. Now, I won't say who, but I've spoken with quite a few of our city council representatives on this very issue, just in a peaceful and respectful conversation, uh, not as an advocate, but just trying to understand it. Uh, and one of the one of these city council representatives who's on that committee stated to me that the people who are suffering the most that you and I are advocating for is only 1%. It's the other 99% who will benefit from the tickets being reduced. And yet those are the ones who live out in uh, various locations that can afford. They can afford, you know, Hokesson and, and Greenville, these people come into the city, they can afford a $40 ticket. And, and another city council representative says to me, you know, if you know the meter's got 15 minutes, Get back to your meter in 14. If you stay 16 minutes, then you're not obey obeying the law. You're going to get a ticket. Yeah. And I think the and I think some of that does make sense to me, Brandon. Some sure. of that I mean, makes you sense. You live in the city of Wilmington. Yes. Have you gotten the ticket? Oh, my God. Is I, it paid, hard for you to I pay? have paid okay. for everybody. Okay. Right. Right. So <laughs> you're getting the tickets. You live in the city of Wilmington. Yes. I live in the city of Wilmington. I've gotten a parking ticket. So 
I don't believe that. You okay. know, that, that, oh, you know, they're just trying to come up with more and more ways to distract from the point that they're using fees and fines to fill budget holes instead of taxing downtown development, instead of taxing the Riverfront Development Corporation that receives subsidies from our state and from the city of Wilmington to develop luxury condos. How about you tax them mm-hmm. instead of putting the burden on the homeowners and on the residents of the city of Wilmington who are struggling day by day? We're here in the east side right now. And what we just saw was a joke. Wow. What we just saw was a joke. And let me tell you what we saw, ladies and gentlemen. We must have had 10 cop cars and a plethora of people in suits and uh, council representatives and all of these people in these suits and badges. We never see them. As I stated in my first broadcast, I've been here at the radio station now about four years. I've never seen Mayor Michael Przicki in on the east side in four years. And the, the poster says, welcome to the east side. The east side has been here, okay? It's a story. The people have been here. So this whole welcome to the east side, what about the people who have been here in these neighborhoods for years? We're talking about legacy residents right now. Not about gentrifying the city of Wilmington, not about building new housing. We know we need housing, but if the city of Wilmington was really serious about housing, they would fix the over 1,400 vacants that they have and that they're sitting on and get them fixed for affordable housing for people who needed them. And instead of building new, they would help the people who are here who are struggling to keep onto their homes. Municipal facilitated foreclosures is what's happening in the east side of Wilmington. The city of Wilmington is sponsoring, essentially, people losing their homes by raising the water bills, by not supporting um, low-income homeowners, you know, not giving tax relief for homeowners who are, you know, seniors. The whole process is 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 messed up. Well, they're doing that. You and I know they're doing that because they want these properties, uh, because they want to fix them up, build them up, make them beautiful for other people to come and live. Mm -hmm. The people in Hocassin and Greenville, so they can live in the city and be 10 minutes away from their job. We we know that. You and I know that that's what they're doing. This building right now we're sitting in belongs to Harmon Carey. And whatever you think about Harmon Carey personally, that's that's fine. That's your personal thinking. The, the bottom line is he owns this building. All right. He puts money into this building. So they want this building. But you can't have this building unless you pay to have this building. Right. You got to pay the man what he wants in order to own this building. But they're doing things to try to force him out of this building just so they can get it. And I'll say, you know, development is good, but development with displacement is where we go wrong. No one's saying we don't want Wilmington to develop, but we want investment in human capital. We want investing in our young people. We want investing in our existing residents, in the people who are struggling to keep the, keep their homes right now. Mm-hmm. People who are, behind, if you're behind on your water bill, $1,500, the city can take your home for, for owing $1,500 on a water bill. And so what we need to do, and what we need to do is focusing on fixing the homes of the people who are here. And, and, and hold on to your homes if you're in the city of Wilmington and you can't. Don't sell your homes because you see what they're doing. They're developing the riverfront. They're developing downtown. Um, and something else I want to talk about is right now we're in what is called the downtown development district. 
the downtown development district is uh, a it's a design area of the city of Wilmington and it's across the state in cities up and down the state of Delaware where developers can receive subsidies in order to uh, build new luxury apartments right and so in the downtown development district if you were to purchase a, a, a lot right now you can receive 20 percent back on construction costs on your development mm -hmm. and you're supposed to have an affordable housing set aside so I think it's 60% AMI of the adjusted median income. So if you have 100 units that you build, you know, 40% of them have to be for a certain group of people who make under a certain income. Yes. Right now, there's state legislation that it's not being enforced. Um, developers like Buccini, Pollen and Group and Capano take advantage of these subsidies and they develop in the city of Wilmington in these districts, the downtown development district. Um, and, and to me, that's just an unfair process. You look at Humble Park uh, on 4th and Orange Street. That's a prime example. It's coming right up. You look at all of these new buildings. And and I just want people to know, like, it's okay. like we want dignified housing. We want people to live in a community with dignity. We know a better quality of life is possible on our blocks. But we want to be a part of that quality of life change. Absolutely. We want to be a part of that development. The homeowners, the renters, the seniors. The people who are trying to hold on to their homes. We can do both, but right now it's rigged in the favor of developers. I love the way you say rigged in the favor. And I'm very familiar with the Buccini mm -hmm. and the Capano and the Petinaro. And yeah, all of these big time developers are coming in. They're getting kickbacks for everything they put out. They're getting a kickback back uh, just to pretty much for gentrification to get, get us out and get the other people to move in. And Ladies and gentlemen, Brandon Fletcher, how can we reach you if we want to be a part of your yeah your so you can reach me at brandonfletcher.com it's b-r-a-n-d-e-n-f-l-e-t-c-h-e-r brandonfletcher.com and you can you can send me an email you can reach out to me i'm also on facebook mm -hmm. brandon fletcher you can message me um but really, you know, we have. I'm really focused on housing issues. I'm involved with the Homes Campaign as a volunteer coordinator, and we're a volunteer group that's focused on housing justice. Yes. And so we're not a service provider, although there's room for service providers. You yeah. know, we need people who are going to help people in to get into homes. But what we're about is policy change. We want the system to be changed in the favor of renters in the favor of unhoused people so that they have access to housing because that's the only way we're going to move forward not through you know working the system we have to change the system you heard it ladies and gentlemen brandonfletcher.com <clears throat> you cannot say under any circumstances you cannot say you didn't know about how to become a part of the change when here at WHGE myself Rochelle Wilson make some intelligent noise we're bringing you the information we're telling you how to get involved right. and how to be a part of and the change one last thing Contact your city council members. Okay, yes. if you live in the city of Wilmington, yes. Delaware, go to WilmingtonCityCouncil.com. WilmingtonCityCouncil.com. Put in your address, and you can find who represents you, and ask them these questions. They represent you. They're elected to represent us, and so we are the ones who have to say, "Why is the city of Wilmington raising water bills? Why are we resorting to fees and fines instead of instead of taxing downtown development and and luxury?" Well, you know, anyone that lives downtown, right. there there's a different tax for them. 
uh, than say someone who lives over on the north side the way that I do, mm-hmm. right? So there's a different tax for them. And if people don't pay those taxes, then that changes the numbers in the budget for the city. Because honestly, we do want to pay our firefighters. Right. We do want to pay those police officers who really do protect and serve, mm-hmm. okay? We want to take care of the people who are doing their jobs and doing what they're supposed to be doing. We don't want to stifle them. Right. But we also know that there's money in the surplus. So if you want to continue this conversation with both myself and Brandon Fletcher, get in touch with Brandon, brandonfletcher.com. You already know how to find me. I'm Rochelle Wilson here at WHGE 95.3 FM. We are not done with this conversation about tickets at $25 and Mayor Michael Przicki. Until we meet next time, God bless you and God loves you. Be good to yourselves and be good to each other because karma is real. (laughs) Karma's real. Peace and grace.